Welcome to another episode of the Levity Flowcast. Today we sit down with Annika Ignazi, an artist, owner of the fashion line Ooh Baby, and she just opened a retail spot in Millvale. So let's sit back, relax, and flowcast. We're live. Is that right? We're recording? Right on, my man. Welcome to this episode of the Levity Flowcast. Whether this is your first episode or you're taking a dive down into the archives, we're happy to have you. Today's episode, we are joined by the wonderful Annika Ignozi. Did I pronounce that all right? Ignozi. Ignozi. Very cool. (laughs) Of Oh Baby. Annika, thanks for being here in studio with us. Thank you. Before we get into the whole floating, can you take us back to the beginning and tell us about the origins of Ooh Baby? Of course, yeah. So I'm 22 years old, um, and I started Ooh Baby two years ago when I was 20. Um, I was a college student. Um, I went to Wagner College after I graduated in 2016. Um, I was a medical student. I was a Division One soccer player, and I really wanted to switch to art. Um, while I was at this school, because um, in New York I just got exposed to so many different things that I hadn't got exposed to growing up in Lower Borough. Yeah. Oh, girl, <laughs> I've got people in Lower Borough. Yeah. Okay, I feel you. So you went to New York and yeah. got some culture. Right. I understand. Yeah, you're you know young, you're alone finally. Um, so I wanted to switch to art, but unfortunately. Uh, that really wasn't an option for me, uh, considering the cost of art school mm. and, um, you know, I'm personally taking on my loans. So uh, after my freshman year, I decided not to go back. Um, I was really depressed. I was really mm. lost. I didn't know. I thought I knew everything I wanted, you know, to do. And coming home, your family is looking at you like, mm, Whoa. yeah, you know, you wanted to be a physician assistant, I thought. I was like, yeah. Oh. Um, so I was just trying to figure out how to integrate art in my life um, without having to pay the art school price. Mm. So I was just painting on different things. Um, and I found one of my dad's old shirts, actually. It was like <laughs> kind of cool, kind of right ripped on. up yeah. denim. Yeah, yeah. And so I painted on the pocket. Um, and my brother actually... Uh, model just a little bit for fun in the Pittsburgh area. So I asked him, you know, do you know anybody in Pittsburgh that is involved in fashion, art? I knew nobody. I mm. didn't know what I was doing. I just, mm. I didn't know. So I figured I got to reach out to some people. And um, I did. So I reached out to a gentleman, um, met him for coffee just to ask for some advice. Smart. Wearing my shirt. Um, and he liked it. We met, you know, met for coffee. He really liked it. And it just so happened that he was creating a fashion show about a month. Like, Who was it? His name's James Halk. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Um, and he was, he asked me if I wanted to be in the fashion show. So I was like, uh, I guess so. I only have one piece. I can see the excitement and passion that telling that story brings out from you. How did that feel to sit oh. there and all of a sudden be validated by someone in the community it was cool i mean i had i I was like this was worth it reaching out to somebody getting advice getting feedback about what i was creating and um yeah he asked me to do eight looks top to bottom and i had to get my own models so i asked my friends (laughs) and it was uh, the most amazing coincidence because the fashion show date was on my birthday (gasps) january 20th and i was turning 20 years old so it was very like 
Serendipitous. Yeah. Simultaneously, at the same time, my friend's mom gave me uh, a sewing machine. So that's kind of how I incorporated sewing and sewing the patches. And that's how Baby got started. That's very cool. Now take us through to today, because that was two years ago. You've obvi- you have a very strong following. Your social media is very hot. You have a storefront um, online, which is amazing. Thank you. Um, I think especially in this day and age, it's very wise. When you land on your site, your p- folks are able to pick up gear right there. Um, I know you also do pop-up shops. So you have so much now going on after that time of that coffee. <laughs> so from that coffee until now, it's grown significantly. Mm-hmm. Tell us about now, what's going on. Um, and obviously, it's, it's getting more popular. I have more custom orders, um, more jobs, m- mural jobs, mural opportunities. Um, and yeah, because of COVID, I haven't really been able to pop up as much as I typically would. But um, because of the, the pop-up shops I've had every weekend in the Strip District, Mm. I've been able to meet most of my customers and then they, you know, spread the word. And so, yeah, it's just growing pretty organically, which I really love. And uh, yeah, I'm just really open to many opportunities that come. Well, well, it's so amazing to speak to a young person like you that is so far ahead of the game at 22 years of age where you're moving in the correct path, where you started organically and you went through the tough times because we all have that um, apprehension that we'll talk ourselves out of getting that cup of coffee, we'll talk ourselves out of sending that message, that email, but the fact that you fought through that adversity, whether just, you know, (laughs) you got through it, is an inspiration to many people because so many people, especially those um, that are trying something so new, just fail right at the doorstep. They don't even kick that door in. And not only did you kick it in, you went up levels. And we're doing a fashion show. And, like, so right on. Thank you. Um, what's really neat about you and that I really like is all of your stuff is custom, handcrafted, one-of-a-kind um, clothing. Um, you also do murals and paintings. Can you share what inspires your designs? Honestly, I just, you know, when I was first starting this, I was looking around, and I really just didn't see that much color or like customization and regular everyday people like celebrities yeah but not an everyday person and everybody should be able to have a custom piece and feel unique Um, and also when I wore the clothes personally people would come up and talk to me so I was like if I can do this for other people imagine the opportunities that they can create from something that maybe you didn't even think about could create opportunities for you but I mean, if somebody's wearing something really cool and crazy, you're like, okay, who's that? You know, I want to talk to them, and who knows what, what that'll bring about. So yeah, and, and color, yeah, that was really the big thing, you know. You can tell um, <laughs> when someone has flavor, and it's just <laughs> what they—it's just how they present, what they write on. You're doing a good thing, and that—that that empowerment that you give to people to put on a um, a loud shirt that gets attention in a positive way yeah it's just you know a gift that you're giving people so those custom pieces that like you pour yourself into them it's it's an amazing thing um and so many people struggle and get very frustrated with the creative process can you kind of walk us through the steps of your creative process and how you get to a finished piece sure so i kind of i do 
I've been doing this full time. Um, so my week kind of looks like Monday. I try to take it easy because I work weekends. I've worked weekends for two years, mm. um, which is tough. <laughs> uh, being a young person, like I turned I 21, can... and everybody's going out and partying, and I can only stay out till like 12. Cause well, listen. Those hours that you're putting in and that you're sacrificing now will come tenfold. Right. Let me yeah. tell you, as I sit here, if I could empathize anything to young people listening right now, sacrifice that time and put it into your craft because mm -hmm. it comes back tenfold. The time is the one thing that you will never recoup. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. You'll find people in their late 30s, early 40s who go, ah, I wish I was back in my 20s. Well, you're still in your late 30s, early 40s. What are you doing right now? Right. Like, so very smart thing. Yeah. So um you're working full time. Yeah. Giving that up. Monday's slow. You're recouping. Yeah. Um so I kind of like get my week together whether I have maybe some custom orders, um people bring me items or request paintings. Um so I kind of schedule myself out, maybe do some chores around the house. <laughs> Tuesday, I head to Goodwill because um well, I feel like I shouldn't say this, but uh, every Tuesday, if you're a student or a senior, you get 25% off. And unfortunately, I still have my student ID. So. And I'm still paying loans. So I hope they aren't listening. But Listen, <laughs> that's the move. That's the move. So, yeah, I get 25% off. I shop for um, the clothes that I'll have in the weekend. And um, later that day, I typically paint. Uh, but I use all sorts of different mediums. Every week is a little bit different, mm. um, whether I'm spray painting, airbrushing, using acrylic. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I just create the pieces all week and uh yeah i kind of take my time i paint the patches wednesday so thursday and you know i'm kind of jumbled up so sometimes that gets mixed but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like there's a lot of stress in that in the entrepreneurial world yeah. whether you're in two years or you're in 20 years i think that level of stress still maintains for someone like you that uh you know maybe doesn't have those stress relief outlets like you said a lot of people your age on the weekends they blow off steam and they're out late mm -hmm. and you know doing their thing and maybe they just work nine to five um but do you have any self-care practices and how do you currently balance and manage your stress i love to run i was a soccer player my whole life and i did track in high school so um running is kind of an outlet for me i love outdoor activities um, as well, like wakeboarding, when I can go wakeboarding on my friend's boat, I love doing that. Um, hiking, love going to the parks, and I recently started biking, so that was pretty nice. Uh, I just realized that if I don't, like, take the time, it seems a lot more stressful, so I tried to keep up with stuff like that. Um, but meditation is something that I do need to work on, so. I think we all do. I don't think we ever reach a space. Troy's laughing. Right, Troy, what are you laughing about? <laughs> I'm laughing because I've sat here for a couple podcasts and this is a theme that comes up. And yeah. as someone that is very into meditation and has floated, um, I recognize the importance of it. And it's like an ever-changing battle. Like personally in my life, I used to meditate every morning. Now I'm discovering I wake up at five in the morning every day. Oh my I, uh, gosh. Yeah, I, I got to work out and do all the things that you're just talking about. And <laughs> that's how I stay centered is by waking up early. If I try to meditate as soon as I wake up, I'm back asleep. Right. So now I'm trying to shift my meditation to nighttime. So it's always a, an ebb and flow. My man, for those listening, that's Troy. He handles our audio engineering. The man is great. He's here to help jump in to, to provide us any insight. Annika. Thank you. 
what what do you know about flotation therapy honestly i don't know much i do know that there's salt in the water and i love salt water right on take a big sip (laughs) (laughs) the uh the tank's filled with uh 10 inches of water and we have 1200 pounds of epsom salt dissolved in it the bags there on our shelf are 50 pounds a piece so there's 24 of those bags dissolved in 10 inches of water wow when you lie down, your feet come up, you float. And it was really cool for you to share that like, you enjoy running, outdoor activities, biking. Um, it really helps alleviate the normal aches and pains of exercise. The large majority of our guests, um, they visit us to get rid of their aches and pains. That's one. They, they come for mainly one of three reasons. To relieve aches and pains, uh, to improve their sleep, or they want to decrease their stress and anxiety. Out of those three, which category would you feel like you fall into most? Um, probably decrease my stress and, and my anxiety, definitely. Yes, mm-hmm. as that is the large majority of yeah, reasons we see guests. Mm-hmm. Um, today, as we sit here this morning, kind of hang out on a scale of one to 10, what would you give your current level of daily stress? Mm, probably a five. Five. It goes up and down. Right on. What, what do you feel like today? I feel five today. Right on. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so what, before we get you in the tank, what questions do you have about floating, the experience, anything you want to know about levity? Um, any questions? Yeah. So um, do you have any suggestions on like maybe a breathing exercise or sort of i mean what do i think about or think about nothing or focus on the darkness great question (laughs) not the darkness i would say (laughs) and then i'll I'll kick it to troy too as well someone who's floated a handful of times is super into meditation i always like to share it's great to go in without expectation Mm -hmm. especially for your first float me myself for my first float i was in there waiting for something to happen but it's when you come out that the body responds to that sensory deprivation. Um, You're essentially kinking the input hose to all of the stimulus coming in. So it isn't until then you get out that that hose unkinks and all of your sensory input are enhanced. As far as what to think, I like to keep things as simple as possible and the mind as beautiful it is as it is can really not grasp two things at once so counting your breaths is just a really nice way to refocus yeah. the mind and bring yourself in and ground yourself during the experience um, but Troy what suggestions would you give um, well first definitely agree with Dave don't have any expectations but if there is like a specific problem that you want to work out, I do think it is always good to go into things like this with an intention mm-hmm. or just empty and just do you <laughs> um, either or. And then as far as like focus on breath, um, like just observe it just in and out long ones. And then if it's easier for you, you can also, I feel like pick a point to focus on, whether it's your heart or like your, third eye or even like your nose I don't know but I usually pick like my heart or my third eye just Mm -hmm. whether you want to be more in touch with your feelings or your mind and just just let everything happen just let it unfold that's wonderful 
All right, everybody, we're going to get Annika in the tank here for an hour session. When we get back, we're going to check in with her and see how she's feeling on the day and if that stress level has decreased from a five and just see how she's feeling. Um, and we're out. Thank you for listening to our floatcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. And now we're going to drop back into the conversation to see how Annika enjoyed her float. Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast magic. Annika has now just enjoyed a 60-minute float. We're sitting here with her. Annika, what can you share with the people? Oh, that was amazing. I had never experienced um, being in darkness, like, for that long. It was just so calming. I Like, it's hard to even talk, kind of, just coming out of, like, silence and relaxation, but... I feel really good. Good. Yeah. I, uh, as, as Annika came out, she went to grab her drink. Special shout out to the folks over at Pigeon Bagel. Um, what are <laughs> you drinking? Drink- and tell us how it tastes. Okay, I'm drinking an iced coffee. A little bit of vanilla, a little bit of almond milk. Here we go. The post folk glow is so real right now. Oh. Oh. Mm. <laughs> it's one of the wildest <laughs> things. As people don't understand, like, how accustomed you come to, like, mm. taste. But when you kink that sensory input hose for an hour, then all of a sudden taste something, the smells, the taste, everything is amplified and enhanced. Shout out Pigeon Bagels. Oh, They're killing delicious. it over there. <laughs> so coming out, like, what could you share with uh, your experience? Could you give us, like, a, a just a bit of a walkthrough of, like, what it was like for the first couple minutes, how you eased in? Yeah, um... Well, I took the shower, which I took a really cold shower, right um, the, the coldest I could bear, and uh, I just was like, oh, let's go. It's really dark in there. Just sat down. I liked the music to start. That helped me sort of like settle in, and I was like really surprised at how much I floated. Like, <laughs> I just never felt that before. I really don't float that much in the pool. Like, right. I mean, nobody does, but... um. Yeah, it was amazing. I'm, like, a really jittery person, too. Sure. Um, and I was able to really keep calm, and when I wanted to move, I just kind of, like, wiggled my body back and forth. Like, it was just wonderful. <laughs> that's, that's one of the most interesting things. And in that environment, a float tank, that's the only place in the world where you will experience weightlessness. Yeah. We use the term floating because it's cute, and everyone kind of <laughs> gets it, but, like, at the same time... It's it's not floating. It's weightlessness. And to try to describe that to somebody that hasn't experienced it, it is so difficult. Yeah. And I like kind of switched positions, um, like stretched my body out, which felt really good. Yeah. Very wonderful in there. (laughs) Can you share what it was like coming out? Coming. I mean, as soon as before I opened the door, I was like, what am I going to see out there? (laughs) (laughs) And uh the lighting the was very calming, which was help, which helped. It wasn't like too bright or anything. So, uh, as soon as I got up, I was like, "Whoa!" I feel like lighter. I feel my body back. Um, yeah, it just was a sense of calm in my head, mentally and also physically. Yeah, it's well, it's so difficult. It's like I said um, to describe to somebody. Yeah, it's it's hard to describe, kind of. Oh, it's certainly difficult yeah. to articulate. And also, just coming out of a float, being in complete silence for an hour mm-hmm. and darkness, your brain has been essentially 
allowed to gear down. Yeah. You haven't been tasked with filtering the fight or flight responses. You're in a safe space that you just can relax and your brain can recharge. Um, to describe it, we, it was like your brain exhales. Yeah. I didn't really have any thoughts coming out. It was just kind of like a clear head, which I haven't felt in like quite ta- some time. Right, <laughs> right. And it's it's one of those things that you'll experience and stay with. It'll stay with you for the rest of the day as you just came out. Mm-hmm. And folks, honest to goodness, she literally walked out maybe two minutes ago. Um, and so as these effects settle in throughout the day, colors will seem brighter. Um Definitely going to get creative. I was just going to ask, how could you see, as a creative, how could you see this benefiting you? Oh, just, I, I would likely be way more concentrated and be able to stick to what I'm doing because of the clear head. Understood. Understood. Troy, I'm finding, how do you articulate that feeling to others? The feeling of coming out or... Yeah. Of stepping out of the tank. Um, cliche, but you kind of feel like... A n- I don't want to say new... You feel reborn mm-hmm. a little bit because you've been shut off from everything and it's just you. So kind of like to compare it to actual birth. I mean, it's like you go from the womb and then all of a sudden... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> you come out a new person. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's kind of like to me because like especially as you do this more and just in general as you become more of a conscious individual of yourself Mm. um you know it's not like oh wow i step out who am i Mm. (laughs) you know who you are but it's like okay i was doing this too much i was doing this or whatever so it's just a reminder right on right on did anything come up that kind of surprised you um I thought I was going to be a little bit nervous in there, actually, mm-hmm. because, I, you know, it's dark, and I had never done anything like that before, and right. I wasn't. I was actually really calm, and I was like, is it over already? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was really calm. Uh, I thought, yeah, it was good. Yeah. So, any questions about that experience? Um, no. What What does, the, like, the, the water, is there any benefits to the salt water? Yeah, on your skin. Absolutely. I feel really good. Like my skin feels good. Yeah. Like I'm glowing. <laughs> absolutely. And that is part of that post float glow yeah. that we talk about. Um, the magnesium is wonderful for your skin. It's mm-hmm. a great exfoliant, um, a detox, and your skin feels super soft. Yeah. I feel great. Yeah. Um, so, what do you have going on, Annika? What can we share with the people before we get out of here? Um,. It's tough right after a float to like yeah. ask for concrete. Um, do you mean my future plans for a baby? Yeah. Tell yeah. us about those. Um, well, really, I just go with the flow. But i um, looking to have a few more pop-up shops um, in the weekends, hopefully, and uh, keep creating. I got a few nice paintings coming out. Um, and I'll share that with the gram soon. Good, good. Um, and also... I sell my clothes at a local boutique in Aspen Wall. Very cool. What's the name? Christie Boutique. Excellent. Wonderful place. And uh, I have a few more products coming out for Christie Boutique soon. So. That's are you holding on to those? Are you sharing new products or? Um, well, 
Yeah, I'll leave that. You guys gotta post. Stay posted. For Beautiful. That. <laughs> that's that's perfect. And with that, where can the people find you? Where are you at on Instagram? You can find me at oobaby o o h b a b y. I'm on Instagram. I have a website. Um, that's oobabylife.com. Um, I have a Facebook page. Um, just at oobaby again and. Uh, yeah, or at the Strip District if you're down there. Come say hey. <laughs> right on. Annika, it was absolutely wonderful hosting you today in studio for your very first float. It was a pleasure meeting you. You so, just have such positive energy. You came Thank in you. great. Um, and seeing you after your float, it's honestly the reason why we do what we do here yeah. at the studio. Um, you're one of us now. You've crossed oh, over. <laughs> you're great. Thank you. <laughs> Troy, anything Welcome for the people? The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just hope everyone's having a wonderful time and hopefully we can see you down here at levity and we can talk to you i highly recommend perfect yeah. if you hear this and you want to get your float scheduled and you're thinking maybe i fall into one of those categories maybe you have some aches and pains maybe you want to improve your sleep or you're living with some anxiety depression and you want to try to improve that or just reduce the level of stress in your life schedule your float guys you will be thankful. Your body will thank you. Your mind will thank you. You'll be a happier person. The people, people around you will thank you. Your whole ecosystem will be better. If you give yourself an hour to reset and recharge, and you do that at schedulyourfloat.com. Any questions, feel free to email us at hello at levityfloatstudio.com. Find us on Instagram at levity412, Facebook, levity412. Lots of love. We love you all. We're out. Thank Peace. you. <laughs> I wanna relax, relax, put my mind at ease. Good friends and good vibes, now that's all I need. When life hurts, come down and flow to levity. Let your problems wash away into serenity. Whoa.